The teenage years can be tough, especially on those who support and cheer them on. Navigating the complexities of engaging teens in a meaningful way can be tricky these days. If you find yourself nodding in agreement, you are in just the right place. Here, you'll find the tools and resources you need to support the teens in your life as they discover how to embrace their individual skills, talents, and passions to create a life that surpasses their dreams. You'll hear incredible endeavors where communities empower their youth to have a real impact on the world. This is the Changemaker Teens Podcast with your guide, Linda Johnstone, mother, activist, eternal optimist, and founder of the Changemaker Teens Project. She's passionate about helping you support the teens in your life as you work with them to find lives of direction, purpose, and meaning. Here's Linda. Hi, everyone. This is Linda, and welcome to the Changemaker Teens Podcast. Can we talk about work today? Careers, jobs, employment, whatever you want to call it. The reason I ask is because my 25-year-old daughter has just discovered something that thousands of adults already know. Work that is unfulfilling will sap the very life out of you. Yes, she's only 25 and she's come to the conclusion already that keeping her job will be the end of her. Maybe not physically, but mentally and emotionally, she has nothing left. I can see it in her eyes when we get together. And no, she doesn't work with abused children or hardened criminals or anything bad. She was the general manager of a hotel. That's it. And she's toast after just a year and a half. She hates it. She's questioning her life decisions, and she's only 25. And I'm questioning my parenting skills because I encouraged her to pursue hospitality. We all thought she'd be fantastic in the customer service industry because she has the personality of an angel. She would do anything for anybody, so hospitality seemed like a great fit. But boy, were we wrong. She was too nice. Of course, she toughened up during her time as manager, but that's not who she is. She's not the kind of person who can discipline employees. She hated having to do that. She's not the kind of person who can be the recipient of a customer's lousy mood just because they're having a bad day and they take it out on her. She took it all personally. She stopped doing all the little extras that she loved to do for her guests. And basically, she ended up in survival mode at 25. She was just trying to get through the day. And when she started working double shifts and sometimes triples, she knew it was over. At 25 years old, she resigned. And you know what I have to say? I say what a brave decision that was. How great that she had the guts to follow her heart and walk right out the door away from the job that was destroying her. I think she's one of the lucky ones. A lot of adults would not be able to walk away so easily. You know, they got bills and the mortgage and the car payments. It's hard to give up a good income to go after something just because it makes you happy. But you know what makes my daughter happy? And I mean really, really deep down inside happy? It's hair and makeup. Yep, always has been. She's always loved the cosmetics industry. So why didn't she pursue that earlier, you ask? Well, she says she didn't want people to look down on her. She didn't think hair and makeup was a reputable career. All of her friends were going to college, so she thought she had to do that too. She didn't want to feel left out. But there's something I've been thinking. 
What if one of her teachers had noticed her passion for makeup and had taken the time to help her explore suitable career paths? And I know what you're thinking. Why didn't I, the mother, pick up on her subtle cues and encourage more research myself? Well, I don't know the answer, except if I'm being totally honest, I might say that I thought maybe what she thought. Would she make enough money to support herself? Would she be bored? What would people think? I know, I'm embarrassed. I hear myself. I was putting myself in her shoes and making the decision based on my personality and my dreams. Ugh, rookie mistake. It's not my life. It's not my career. In fact, it's none of my business. But guess what? After all this, she's decided to go back to cosmetology school, and she's going to hold her head up high when she does. And now when we talk about hair and makeup, her face just lights up. When we talk about the future, she's back to her bubbly, happy, wonderful self, and I'm so grateful. But I have to wonder what happened back in high school when she was making her career plans, and she felt the need to venture out of her happy zone to do something that just wasn't right for her. And when I look at the world with all of its unhappy, unfulfilled adults working jobs that they hate, I wonder just how common my daughter's story is. Well, here's a really big number for you. 90,000 hours. That's how long the average adult spends at work in their lifetime. Do you think it's important to help our teens find work that is meaningful to them and that aligns with their purpose and reason for being here in the first place? 90,000 hours is an awfully long time to spend doing something that doesn't add any meaning to your life. So I'm wondering what we could have done differently with my daughter to somehow show her that there's worth in everything and anything that comes from her heart. How do we tell kids that they are the only ones who know what their heart wants, what their soul wants? Well, I keep ending up in the classroom. I just think there's so much more that can be taught to our kids to prepare them for an amazing future, to individualize their education and pay attention to what makes them come alive while they're learning. But it doesn't seem to be happening. And, and the teachers, they all say, well, there just isn't time. And I know that's true. The teacher-student ratio prohibits individualized anything. To be honest, most of the time is spent preparing students for standardized tests and for passing college entrance exams, things like that. But I think there may be changes heading our way. Here's the thing. We all know that the world is changing. It's changing right before our eyes. People are no longer willing to be silent. They want to be heard. And I'm not talking about old people like me. I'm talking about teenagers and young adults, even children. It's almost like they're waking up. They're realizing that they have a voice and they want to use it. Have you ever heard of the YOLO movement? YOLO, Y-O-L-L. You only live once. It's a battle cry for millennials. They don't want to be forced into a career that doesn't serve them. Young adults today are leaving their mediocre jobs in droves because they realize that a huge chunk of their lives is going to be spent at work, and they're not going to spend their time being miserable. Thank goodness they're finding this out now and having the nerve to follow through. They are willing to sacrifice money and status for a life that is happy and meaningful. Imagine that. Why did it take so long? Why didn't my generation put two and two together and pull the plug on work that made us miserable? I don't know. Teens seem to be more open now, more transparent. Maybe education needs to do the same. Maybe education needs to evolve as the world is evolving. Here's an example. 
I was just filling out paperwork for insurance the other day, and when I got to the male or female box, I was amazed to see that there were actually six choices. I don't even remember what they were specifically, but basically four of them were that you identified as such and such or so and so, and you checked the box that was you, and that was your identity. Well, wouldn't it be great if we could identify as a musician or an artist, a teacher, a healer, maybe a builder? Just think of a world where we were all doing work that we love, work that we were born to do. Can you just close your eyes and think about how different the world would be? I want us to work on that. I want us to do better for our children, for our teenagers. And wouldn't it be great if we could start in the classroom? We need forward-thinking educators to look at the faces of their students and say, wait a minute, am I really getting through to these kids, to these teens? Is what I'm teaching going to make them think? Is it going to make them curious? Will they want to know more? When I notice a spark ignite when we're talking about a specific thing, can I spend a little extra time on that subject with that student? Can I help him or her dig a little deeper on the thing that made him sit up straighter? Or am I just teaching them how to pass the test and that's it? Because if that's all they're doing, then what is the point? If we could engage students of all ages to learn about themselves as much as they learn about reading and writing, we'd be well on our way to a changing world. But there just isn't time. Well, we should make the time. We should throw out the standardized tests and invite the students to go on a journey of self-discovery. We should encourage them to listen to their inner voices that say, this is what I love. This is where I feel ease and peace. This is how I would like to spend my 90,000 hours. It can be done. It may require some big changes in traditional education. It may require parents to make some big decisions on how and where they want their kids to learn. It may even require alternative learning options. And if you're an educator, it may require you to think outside of the box and really pay attention to the cues that you're seeing in your students. But I think it's happening. I think change is coming, and I don't think we're going to be able to stop it. Actually, why would we want to? Change is good, and change makers are even better. They know what's at stake, and they're not willing to stand by silently. I can't wait to see what the YOLO movement does in the next few years. Maybe they'll set the tone for future generations. Maybe older people will notice what they're doing and follow along. Maybe the world will be a happier place, and people will start living and working with ease and joy in their hearts. Now that's a world I want to live in. How about you? I'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Changemaker Teens podcast with Linda Johnstone. We hope you enjoyed today's show, but more importantly, that you feel inspired and supported to mobilize and ignite a spark in the youth of your community. Please like and subscribe to help others find the podcast too. We want to hear from you. Tell us your story and be part of the community on Facebook and Instagram at Changemaker Teens. To learn more about the Changemaker Teens Project or to help youth truly change the world, visit changemakerteens.com. See you next time.